Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and my sisters, here at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, we have embarked on two new studies for our noonday and evening Bible studies. For noonday, the Reverend Dr. Mary Heggie is teaching the Old Testament book of Hosea with the theme, Judgment and Hope, a Divine Restoration. During our evening Bible study, we have embarked on the study of the Old Testament book of Jonah. This study is a right now media Bible study facilitated by Eric Mason. Both Bible studies are powerful and insightful. And as pastor, I want to encourage the entire discipleship of the New Providence Baptist Church to join in on at least one of the Bible studies being offered. You can go to our website to find out how to join in these wonderful Bible study sessions. Listen to me good. Unless you are employed during our Bible study sessions, you should make it a priority in your life to participate in one or both Bible studies. Bible study helps us to mature in our walk with Jesus Christ. It gives us information and inspiration that gives us strength for the challenges of life. Bible study helps you and I navigate the storms of life. Thank God that we have available to us the opportunity to study the word of God even in the midst 
of a pandemic. So, <laughs> this morning, I want to share with you a sermon taken from our evening Bible study found in the book of Jonah. Again, the sermon title is this. When the storm is your fault. Have you ever met or known a person who feels like they are never wrong? I mean, they feel like the Trinity needs to be expanded to include themselves. Have you ever met a person who thinks that they are always right. A person who is never willing to admit that they are wrong or that they have made a mistake. Well, New Providence and friends, if you haven't met such a person in life, I have. And guess what? People who act this way, can I be real with you? Can get on your last nerve. They can make life Difficult for you and others. They can literally make you sick. Come on, while I'm being honest, I might as well keep it real. Not only can they make you sick, not only can they make life difficult for you, but they can make you sometimes want to cuss. Oh, come on. Snatch your halos off. Snatch your halos off. Let's be real in here. One of the saddest persons that you and I can come into contact with is a person who blames everybody but themselves for their state in life. Am I right about it? Listen, <laughs> we see this attitude in many who are refusing to get vaccinated to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. There are some people who are refusing to get vaccinated 
solely based on the fact that they have the right to refuse to be vaccinated. They feel like no one should tell them what to do. They have decided that they don't care if they spread COVID to their families, friends, or to the general public. All they feel is that if they contract COVID, it is not their fault if others contract COVID from them. Somebody ought to say, what a shame. Let me move on here. In the verses of scripture that precede our selected text for today, we are introduced to a brother who had to recognize that he was the cause of a storm that overtook him and overtook other innocent people. He had to admit that it was his fault that the Lord sent a storm into his life. The brother's name, y'all know, was Jonah. Now, Jonah was a servant of God, a prophet, one of God's anointed and appointed mouthpieces, a believer, one called and commissioned by God. The Bible says in Jonah Chapter 1, verse 1, that the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But, somebody say but. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. And let me pause and say right here that even the called of God even the believer in Christ can have moments when they forsake the word of the Lord. Come on now. Is there any believers 
who are watching or listening today willing to admit that they have had some Jonah moments in their life when they did not want to obey the word of the Lord. Listen, have you ever tried to run from doing what the Lord commanded you to do? The word of the Lord came to Jonah and the Lord gave Jonah clear and precise instructions on what he wanted Jonah to do. The Lord told Jonah, it's in the text, to go to the city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness had come up before him. But the Bible says that Jonah, <laughs> I'm talking about Jonah, God's prophet. Jonah God's child disobeyed God's word and decided that he would go in the opposite direction. <laughs> Jonah thought that he could run from the presence of God. Dr. Hagee, Jonah must have suffered spiritual amnesia because Jonah should have known that the earth is the Lord's <laughs> and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein. Listen, y'all. Jonah thought that he could tell God no and suffer no consequences for his rebellion. And let me say right here, that even the believer in Christ, the child of God, must never think that they can disregard God's commandments and not suffer any consequences for their rebellion. <laughs> Jonah disobey God's command and goes down to the seaport town of Joppa and finds a ship 
that was going to Tarshish. The Bible says that Jonah pays the fare and boards the ship. Listen to me good. My brothers and sisters, we see the mercy and patience of God demonstrated towards Jonah. Did you hear what I said? I said we see the mercy and patience of God demonstrated towards Jonah. What do you mean, Pastor Wood? Okay. God's mercy and patience is demonstrated in the fact that he let Jonah make it to Joppa. And he allowed Jonah to get on the ship headed toward Tarshish. Listen, at Jonah's initial act of obedience, of disobedience, God could have struck him down. When Jonah started heading to Joppa, God could have brought immediate judgment on Jonah. But God demonstrated his mercy and patience toward Jonah. He gave him the opportunity to repent and change his mind. And my brothers and sisters, I am so glad that when I have my moments of disobedience and rebellion, that God does not always bring immediate judgment into my life. I am so glad that he often offers me his mercy and his patience. I am so glad that he oftentimes gives me the opportunity to change my mind. Anybody on my street in here? Well, the Bible says that God pursued after Jonah. Did you hear what I said? The Bible says that God pursued after Jonah. And I don't know about you, 
But if I ever go astray, I want God to pursue after me. <laughs> you know why? Because it would be an indication to me that God has something better. Oh, Lord, have mercy for me. It would demonstrate to me that God isn't through <laughs> with me yet. Even though Jonah was acting in disobedience, God still had a plan for his life. So, the Bible says that the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Y'all didn't listen. Y'all haven't heard me. I said, the Bible says that the Lord sent a great wind. Listen <laughs> to me good. Sometimes, child of God, Due to your disobedience and rebellion against the word of God, God will send a wind of correction that is sent into your life in order to get your attention. Sometimes, God will send a contrary wind into your life in order to try to get you to change your course of direction. The Lord, somebody say the Lord, sent the winds that produced the storm in Jonah's life. Listen, when Jonah boarded the boat to Tarshish, he thought that he would have smooth sailing to Tarshish. He did not anticipate that a storm would arise and threatened to break the ship apart. And come on, come on, come on. Let's be honest. Some of us thought that we could rebel against God and get away with it. But then we soon discovered 
that what we thought was a solid foundation for us began to break apart when the wind was sent our way. <laughs> when the wind kicked up the storm, we became afraid and some of us, be honest, panicked. Oh, Lord. Well, the Bible says that all of the sailors that were on the ship with Jonah were afraid and cried out to their own God. They threw the ship's cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. Tell your neighbor it was a bad storm. But check this out. <laughs> the Bible says that Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. In other words, let me suggest to you today that Jonah had become so comfortable in his sin that it's lost its convicting power in his life. Anybody in here willing to admit that when you are under conviction because of sin, it causes you to lose some sleep? Listen, whenever you and I operate in rebellion and it does not convict us, we have gotten too comfortable in our sin. Jonah went to sleep. And let me say to you that when sin is extended, that life becomes more comfortable for you to remain in that sin. Mm. Well, lest I keep you too long, the Bible says that the captain of the ship came below deck and found Jonah sleeping. He wakes him up and tells him to call upon his God. In the meanwhile, the sailors decided to cast lots to determine 
who on board the ship was the cause of the storm that they were facing. And the Bible says that the law revealed that it was Jonah. And let me throw this little lesson in for those of you who are believers. Listen, don't you write off all unbelievers because God can use unbelievers to fulfill his will. The sailors asked Jonah who he was and what was his occupation. Jonah told them that he was a Hebrew and that he worshipped the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. He told them that he was running from the Lord. The Bible says that the sea was getting rougher by the minute. The sailors asked Jonah, what shall we do to make the sea calm down for us? You still got your Bibles open, don't you? Jonah replies, pick me up and throw me into the sea. And the sea will become calm for you. And, th and check this out. This is, where, this is it. This is it right here. Jonah says, I know. Somebody say, I know. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. And as I end this sermon, this Sunday morning, there are a few lessons that we can learn from Jonah when the storm is our fault. Can I give you just a few lessons? The first lesson, write this down, is this. When the storm is your fault, know that you are not the only one that your disobedience affects. Okay, let me say that again. When the storm is your fault, know that you are not the only one that your disobedience 
obedience affects. Y'all good Bible readers, y'all know that on that ship with Jonah were other innocent people. Folk <laughs> who had no concept that Jonah was running away from the Lord until he confessed it. And as a result of Jonah's disobedience, somebody say, all of them, everybody on the ship had to go through the storm. All I want you to know today is don't you ever think that the things that you do only affect you. Come on, somebody. The second lesson is this. When the storm is your fault, you need to confess and own up to your mistake immediately. Let me say that again. When the storm is your fault, you need to confess and own up to your mistake immediately. What if Jonah changed his mind before he got on the ship? What if he would have confessed and repented even before he got on the ship to Tarshish? Let me suggest to you that those on the ship with him would have never encountered a storm. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Can I talk to y'all today? Some of us wait too long before we are willing to confess and own up to our sin. Did y'all hear me? We wait too long. And let me tell you, the longer you wait, the more people can be affected. All right. I knew it was going to be one of these kind of messages today. Let me give you my third point and let you go. The third lesson is this. When the storm is your fault, let me tell you what to do. Throw yourself 
on the mercy of God. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? When you recognize, confess, own up to your sin, admit it is your fault, then all you have left to do is to throw yourself on the mercies of God. How many of you know that we serve a merciful God? We serve a God of another chance. We serve a God who is willing to look beyond your fault and meet your needs. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Jonah, in our text, in essence, throws himself onto the mercy of God. When the sailor said to Jonah, what should we do to make the sea calm for us? Jonah could have said, y'all better do everything you can to get us back to land. But Jonah knew that the only way they were going to survive is that he had to throw himself into or on the mercy of God. And the Bible says that even though the sailors tried to roll their best to get back to shore that they could make no headway because remember it was God who sent the storm so you know you know you know good Bible readers they picked Jonah up and threw him into the sea and the Bible says that immediately the sea grew calm. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but it would take faith in God for me to tell folk to throw me overboard. Come on now, come on now. Let's be honest. I would have to know that I believe that God will make a way, Lord have mercy, for me somehow. And so, as I close this morning, I want to let someone know right now that if there is a storm in your life and you are the cause of the storm,
confess own up to it and throw yourself on the mercy of God we know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day we invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.